We in the building. <laughs> We're trying to make sure you know we really in here right now. <clears throat> Straight up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a nice little, nice little minute, man, but we back. Hey guys. <laughs> We're back. I'm not back. <laughs> Are you ready to do this though? I'm ready, man. All right, man. Episode 275 of the Rise and Grind podcast, man. Let's do it. Talking about popping, I promise I'm feeling the way. I took the bodies up out of my closet, I buried them deep and they still in the way. I know some little niggas got baptized, trap guys, they can't put the drill in the way. Had to part ways with the sad vibe, bad guy, you might be a villain today. Ask God why I didn't get an answer. Why I lose my brother to bullets? Why I lose my grandma to cancer? Why me, God, I need answers. Why a young nigga straight out of Atlanta? Why the judge and the cops trying to jam us? Why I keep getting all of these chances? Why me, God, I need answers. Speak your mind and you might get counseled Pick your ring and it cost me a phantom Whack the witness, the evidence tampered Dirty money, the safest to hamper Yeah, my bitch, she a star and I stamped her P.E. Jordan 3, this a sampler I don't wanna do it, but I gotta do it Gotta kill your nigga if it's me or you He got fire, I got five, nigga, lot of fluid Got away from the head to say hallelujah Shit be crazy, this shit be the closest to you It's okay, cause they know that I come to do it Hold your video for Virgil, exclusive Louis Bitch is geeking and tweaking, I hit a new if you smoke at the door, then I'm tending to it. Watch when I step here, come my belt. Angel on my shoulder, but the devil on the left. I got a meal, not a meal from a shelf. I do it alone, I own myself. Niggas stay home for you, don't get left. Niggas playing dirty, hit below my belt. I'ma get the bad, do the show myself. Do that shit again, I had to show myself. Make room on my plate, I just said my grace and then I ate. Got a particular taste, I just stuffed my pockets in my face. Okay, let's have a debate. We talking about popping, I promise I'm feeling the way. I took the body. Oh, all right, man. Let's get to the business. Like we said, it's episode 275 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy Roger. I'm Jakari, man. We back in the building. We are back in the fucking building. It's been about a week, week and a half, something like that. Yeah, something like <clears> that, man. But we back in the building. What's been going on, my boy? Man, relaxing, chilling, working, living. How you feeling? Shit, the exact same, man. Been traveling, though. I've been all over the place. But, yeah, uh, you, you've been traveling the last couple of weeks. I'm tired, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm jet lagged today for sure. Only had, like, I didn't go to sleep uh, before the flight this time around. I'll, I'll explain later, but I'm tired, bro. Not going to lie to you, but I'm good, man. We back in the studio. It has been, a, like you said, a week, week and a half. I've been dying to get back to the studio, so I feel great same. to just be back for that. Um, but I'm okay, man. How you feeling though? What's been going on? I feel good. Like I said, really just just working. working. You said chilling. Yeah, just Family. chilling. I yeah. know um, mom's had a birthday recently. How was that? Yeah, man, it was good. It was a good time. Okay. Um, did some things for her. She went out with um, her boyfriend. Yeah, things like that. It was okay. a nice time for her. She's she had a whole ordeal. For sure, for sure. I tapped in with. I sent her a little text. I don't know if she said anything. Yeah, but yeah, she said. Yeah, she you said know, got to show love to moms, but. But that's what's up, man. Uh, myself as well, like I said, just outside of work, man. Um, you know, the past week, went to Arizona for the first time. You know, it was a little 
friend group true we were celebrating a birthday for the homie so um it was about like i think like 12 of us 11 to 12 of us that went down to arizona mm-hmm. um phoenix specifically man it was fun bro we got an airbnb we did some hiking got some good food uh went to a winery you know it was really it was really um a nice trip and then double back you know this past week flew down to vegas for my boy kaylin's wedding man shout out to kaylin and Tyler. yeah man shout out shout out shout out to kaylin Man, black love is crazy, man. I just love seeing it. You know? How was it, man? It was great. So they they had already, you know, did the papers thing back home. Yeah, so they course, were already, you know, married. So basically, they just went to Vegas just to have the little ceremony mm-hmm. and just celebrate in Vegas. So it was nice, man. Probably like 15 to 20 people showed up. Um, you know, my frat brothers, I think it was about five, six of us in total, maybe seven, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. But... It was just good to see not only, you know, we grew up together in college, you know, seeing these people meet in college, stay together through college, and now getting married, you yeah, know? Man. So they like, been together the entire time. I've fucking known them. Shout yeah, out to bro. y'all, man. That's amazing. So Sheesh. outside of that, I just loved it. And then being in Vegas again, walking the strip, being with the bros, you know, we had an Airbnb outside the city this time, uh, about like 15, 20 minutes away from the strip. Okay. So that was cool. It was in Henderson, Nevada. You ever been there? Yes. Okay. Um, when I went to Vegas, a lot of the good food places it's that I went Henderson. to were out in Henderson. Yep. Yeah. yep. That's that's word around town for sure. But um, had a good time, man. Like I said, I'm really just tired, bro. No more trips for me the rest of this year, bro. I gotta log back in. I got holidays, birthdays, things coming up. Like, bro, I just I just want to be home and I just want to get work done, fam. Like I don't want to do anything else the rest of this year. Okay. That's why you ran in hobby. Yeah, bro. Hobby ended up being in Vegas too. It was yeah, crazy. He, I think he's on business out there. Yeah, right? yeah, doing some uh, some business for sure. But yeah, man, we linked up the last night I was there, so that was Saturday night. Um, and then like where he was staying, like with his business people, they had like a whole little crazy. Like, they had a the hangover style villa. Yes, yes. Him. I was just about to say like it's it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I saw so, it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we hung out there, uh, it was a bartender all night. They had like a little party, right? So bartender all night, free drinks, you know? So, okay. Of course we're going stupid on the drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it was a good time. Like I said, I didn't go to sleep because I was up all night Saturday, you know, chilling with Hoppy. My flight was at 5 a.m. Vegas time. So of course we... We getting lit two three o'clock in the morning. I gotta be at the airport yeah, you at three three thirty and get to the airport. Yeah. So I didn't go to sleep, man. Into uh, into the flight. So that's why I say I'm really like jet lag right now. I'm on like two three hours of sleep, but you can probably hear it in my voice. I know I probably sound a little raspy, but I'm good, fam. Like for real. Like like I said, I'm just happy to be back. I'm blessed to be able to do these things though. Like to go on these trips like back to back and spend time and make these memories with you know people that you love is is fun, but. I'm really ready to just, like I said, just home back in on my craft. Okay. okay. Got to. Got to. But yeah, that's what I've been on, man. I know we said it's been a week, week and a half, but it's episode 275, my brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Episode 275. It's been a long fucking road. <sighs> I'm I'm not going to beat the dead horse like we always do. No, but yeah, but 275 is, is a great accomplishment. Speaks numbers. Speaks For numbers. Real, man. For real. People, uh, you know, we had conversations with the bros Speaks recently. Volumes. And they were just like, bro, the consistency is just crazy. And, you know, uh, for myself, I'll speak for myself if you want to say something. But um, at this point, um, like, yeah, it's it's still a number. But, I mean, it's just like, bro, this is what we do. Like, I don't, 
Like, it's cool to see the number and the tally continue to go up, but, like, I'm just like, shit, I expect us to be at 275. I expect us to hit yeah, 3, why, 315. Why would we not? You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? This so, like, exactly what we do. We it's do just every, what we do. Yeah. We do twice a week. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. The numbers are going to go up consistently. Facts, facts. But uh, it, it's still good to just, like, sometimes, you know, sit back and be like, bro, we really doing a lot. We really staying consistent five, six years of doing this. You know, like you said, this past two years, almost now two episodes a week. Um, it's a grind, but um, I'm grateful for it, bro. But at this point, like I said, I just look forward to shit. Just keep going. Keep climbing. Absolutely. Like you said, I don't want to be the dead horse. I just want to be able to keep going. So yeah. we appreciate 275. We appreciate the listenership, the viewership. Uh, yeah, everybody's has been with us for the, the whole the whole journey, man. All right. On my mom. <clears throat> Do we have anything we want to get into before we get into the actual pot? Uh, I didn't have anything. Did you? No, 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 I don't. I don't. All right, man, let's get straight to it. What you got? All right, we have a lot of fucking music to talk. Of course, we've been gone for a week and a half. There's so much to talk. Let's talk Drake again. Let's start there. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do it. No, 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 no. We got a lot to talk. Um, let's let's talk Kid Cudi. Um, he dropped a new track over the past week. It was called Heaven's Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So not sure if this is uh, the number one single or the number one rollout to that upcoming project that's coming next year, first quarter, the 40-track album, right? But uh, I think this is, is this something... No, this is something with Star Trek that he's doing. Oh, soundtrack. Yeah, this is like a Star Trek really? soundtrack type of... Yeah. I don't know if it's for okay. a TV show, a video game, a movie, but this is a Star Trek thing. Got you. That makes sense. Okay, but outside of that... Um, I like the song, and the reason why I say it makes sense, it sounds kind of Star Trek now that I think about it. Like, we've always talked about how cool it would be for a Kid Cudi to do an entire project where he's just humming. Just humming, yeah. This song, about two minutes in, like the first two minutes, it's all humming. Before the beat drops and before he gets into the melodies, he's humming for about one thirty to two minutes. I thought the exact same thing, <clears throat> and then what I first thought was, holy shit, I'm, I've been wrong this whole time. I don't want to hear this nigga hum that fucking long. <laughs> um, you changed your mind. I changed my mind <laughs> right fucking now. I don't want to hear that nigga hum that long. That shit was bad to me. The humming after a while, it got super repetitive. But yeah, the, but like, the song was actually okay. I no, like the song. No, song was I ass like too. it. Okay. I mean, he said the song was ass. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, song song was. <laughs> I, mean, it was ass song. I I did not download the song. Like if we're gonna. We're going to put that in, yeah, in our yeah. terms. <clears throat> but I still love Kid Cudi, you know? Same, same. Um, it's it's just, it's a long track. Like you said, it's about five to six minutes, a lot of humming. And it's not, when it's when it's something that's really maybe, like you said, not for one of his own projects. It's like more of a soundtrack thing. They tend to be more experimental with things like that. So it doesn't always sound as good sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, but for myself, like I said, um, I think that's just where Cuddy is right now in his career. He's doing a lot of shit where he is experimenting. So because of that, I like it, man. I think it sounds okay. Um, I don't have it saved right now. I'll be honest with you. I did only hear it like once or twice, but I did like what, what I heard from Cuddy on that one. The thing of never mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go ahead, man. Do your thing. I'm not gonna bash the, the track. The, the only thing that I was gonna say is Never mind. Let's just move on. <laughs> For sure. No, it's bad. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's song's ass. <laughs> Let's just move on. For sure. Um, I, I was just gonna say, even if this song is, you know, bad, you've got at least thirty nine more tracks to look forward to. Like, if this is gonna be on the album, you've got at least thirty nine plus more to look forward to. <laughs> so you saying there's a chance? 
Um, yeah, the album could be great, yeah. but I mean, if you're able to digest the the other thirty nine, what if they sound like this? Why are we talking about? <laughs> no, no, let's stop. No, no, no. It's two thousand and twenty three. Why are we giving this much fucking talk to a Kid Cudi album? Corey? I don't disrespect Cudi like that. What do you mean? We could talk Cudi for for days on days. No, but like, let's just talk about like. I'm not. I'm not saying let's just talk about. Let's just think about like today's time. We got a Ken Carson album on the fucking docket to talk about. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we doing talking about the Kid Cudi 40-track <laughs> album that's about to drop? That ain't even dropped yet. Still like three, four months away. I mean, come on now. It's hard out here, you know? we Rap been kind of... It's been hard to just come by news and topics this year. We, we got to get it how we live. No, episode 275 <laughs> was stacked. We can get... <laughs> We can really have it our way this episode. Right, right. We can have it our way for sure, for sure. But nah, man, we can move on. Let's move on to, uh, well, yeah, Key Glock, No Hook 2, Murder and Millions, the second track. Yeah, man, so two songs he released over the past week, uh, just two Lucy's. I've only heard No Hook 2. I didn't hear Murder and Millions. Did you get to hear these at all? No. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I don't know why I didn't peep these during pre-production. Mm-hmm. The pod started, and I was like, "Oh shit, we're talking Key Glock." <laughs> uh, the the first one, like I said, No Hook Two, it sounds uh pretty good. But I want to ask you a question. The reason why I really added Key Glock to the list today is because I wanted to open with this question. The answer is no. So <laughs> <laughs> we talked about you know once Dolph passed away. Mm-hmm. What would be the next steps? What would be the climb? What would be the trajectory for Key Glock mm-hmm. moving forward from that point? So I just want to ask you, I want to revisit that question. Now that we are um, two years in November since the passing of Dolph, Damn. how do you feel at this point for Key Glock's career? Where has he came in the last two years in your opinion? As a solo artist and an independent solo artist, I think he's doing just fine. I think he's doing great. To be completely honest, keeping himself afloat, still having Billboard Hot 100 tracks, um, Billboard Hot 100 albums, top 10 albums hitting the charts. I like that. Um, It's not higher than where he was before, though. Yeah. No higher. Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree with you. I'm a little bit the same. I would say he's doing better than I maybe expected or anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's also room for growth when it comes to Key Glock. Like, yeah, he, he no, had, not. He's had he's had those hits. He's done a good job. The last time I think it was Glock Coma too, I can't remember, but the last one with the blue cover, the hell really is standing the test of time. Like it has a lot of replay value on them songs. So are you talking about Glaucoma too? Whichever is the last project, I think it's Glaucoma 2. I could be um, incorrect there, but there's a lot of replay value on those songs. I'm, I, I still see a lot of people jamming those. Um, and then, like I said, he's continued to just release a lot of Lucy. So he has done a great job of keeping his his name relevant, like you said, as a solo artist, but also just as the face of the label. So myself as well, I just wanted to ask you that question. I feel like he's doing exactly, or he's been doing exactly what he's needed to do since Dolph has passed. I think he's done what he needed to do to keep himself um, at the same level that Dolph had him at. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about exceeding that, he, he hasn't gone there yet, yeah, though. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I can't say that either, but that's that's no that's no hate, though. I don't feel no, like... No, it was no hate. Yeah, I don't feel like 
Um, I feel like again, he he's doing exactly what he's needed to do like, and what he wants to do. He hasn't, yeah, he hasn't gotten better, but he also hasn't declined either. You know what I'm saying? He kind of just stayed like on that straight and narrow. I think his bars might have actually gotten better, but the thing about it is, once you're under the umbrella of a a major label, they hook you up with so many different producers that your your sound just is able to elevate to the highest fucking level. Mm. He's only working with what he can work with or who who he can work with at the time. Um, so it just doesn't get there. Yeah. If But he wants to be where he's at. If Key Glock wanted to be like the biggest ever, he could have signed three years ago. Yeah. He could have signed the moment Dolph passed away. The whole label, probably. <laughs> For sure. For sure, for sure. But yeah, that's all I have for Glock, man. Once again, two songs, No Hook 2, Murdering Millions. Check those out. You want to move on? Yeah, because uh, the baby he dropped a three-track project as well. Okay. It was entitled, Let's Do It. Let's Do It. <laughs> but um, I didn't like any of the songs. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Let's not do it. <laughs> Um, I love the baby, and y'all know I'm gonna come in here and put a cape on for the baby every single time. But I couldn't do it this time. Why is that? I haven't heard these songs, so tell me what you didn't like about them. I've never really been one of the ones to succumb to the all the baby tracks sound the same. All the baby tracks sound the same. Like, cause as long as it's not broken, don't fix it. Mm. Um. And I always thought the baby rapped really well. So if the beat sounds good enough, I'm going to listen to his tracks. These just sound like, his music is just getting, you know, like stupid. Stupid? <laughs> Come on now. I don't I don't even mean it to trash <laughs> no, nobody, no, bro. No, that was just funny. But like <laughs> senseless. Call that man stupid. Okay, senseless is a more appropriate uh, explanation. And- I will add to that when I will say, like, he just don't really have a purpose right now in the game. To me, like, all these freestyles that he's doing on everybody's song, he's he's taking the, the best songs, doing a freestyle on everyone. I think he's still trying to get his foot back in the game from where it was when he got canceled. I'm going to give you the beginning of the first song. That's called Crash the Jeep, okay? <clears throat> this is what I mean by his lyrics have gotten senseless, okay. stupid. Trying to get high, nigga, pass the weed. Feelings, they ain't even last a week. Mm. Want to see me? You got 15 minutes. Fuck a speed limit, bitch, crash the Jeep. Mm. They can walk in here deep as hell. Never one of them niggas bad as me. Mm. I can tell looking at her BBL that she ain't pay much. That ass was cheap. <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga know how to run. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> So, uh, no, I didn't. Senseless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy it. Senseless. Makes sense, man. Makes sense. And I appreciate your honesty because, like you said, you are, you know, you've been a heavy the baby fan. It would be easy for you, like you said, to put the cape on and say, no, these songs are great, blah, blah, blah. But let's just be real about it. He's not making the best music right now at this point in his career. And that's just is what it is. Like, look at the cover art. Cover art's Fire, great. bro. He does everything the right, like, bro. Videos. Every single time. Rollouts. Every single time. You know, he knows how to be an A-list artist. He was that. Again, I think at this point, he's just still trying and trying and trying to just find his way back. 
And uh, you can tell that it's not working the way he wants it to. I'm looking back, like that Ghetto Girls track, if that would have been like the baby in his prime. In his time, that's that's a number one. Do you that was a yeah. number one? For sure, top five. What easily. the fuck? Yeah. He sure. could have really pulled Juvie and, and the rest of Cash Money into that fucking track with him. It wouldn't have happened these days. Hate it for him. Man. The baby's yeah. still not going anywhere though. Even with all of this. No, 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 no. He's still here. You know what I mean? And he's going to catch one one of them days. It just might not be soon. Um, speaking of that, you saw Tiger caught one? With YG? Tiger, you said? I don't know if it's with YG. Tiger got one. Like, I swear. Yeah, like, that nigga keep one. I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> like, he, he keep him a, a hit out. Yeah, yeah. He keep one road. He rolled a hit? Like a joint. I was making an, an analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Damn. No? <laughs> Why'd he do that? Let's move on. Young Thug, From a Man. Did you hear that track? I did, man. Another loose single. I like it. From uh, Thug. I like it. In jail, behind bars. No, nah, yeah, this one. So the first time I heard it, I will say I didn't like it. But I played it again a couple more times, and I was like, okay, I, I get it. I get it. Um, not my favorite Thug track, <laughs> but I will say, like, he got a little bit more, like, lyrical. This one's a little slower, too, right, if I'm not mistaken? Is it a, a little slower? Um, What was the last track that he dropped? Or what, or what were we just thinking about? I'm just saying um, the album. What are we talking about? I'm saying this song, was it slow? Do you remember? That was my question. It's not melodic. No, no, no. Slow, like a it's not a banger. Beat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not just, a banger. No, 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 not melodic. Like he's not singing. Like I said, he's he's getting very lyrical, but the beat is like a slower compared to like what Thug usually has, like club bangers. Compared to tempo, <laughs> <laughs> we're Up talking one forty BPM. Nah, we're talking. Nah. No, I'm just playing. Um, no, it would be a slower track. Yeah, 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 for sure. Did I ruin everything you had going? I don't know. Uh, no, I just say it just wasn't really one of my favorites. I didn't like it the first time I heard it, played it again. I was like, okay, I, I can feel it a little bit more, but this is not, this one's not getting saved. There we go. Like you like to do. No save from this one on me. Mm, AKA, he fucking hates it. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. Ah, well, that's what I mean when I fucking hate something. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know before you start throwing that word around loosely. You didn't, you didn't save it. I didn't save it, so I, I need to come correct if I'm going to start using yeah, your terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 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 nigga. That is AKA, I fucking hate it. Right, for sure. <clears throat> nah, but go ahead and, uh, are, you, are you done talking about? Yeah, that's right, really yeah, man. We can go ahead and move on from that, too. We got more tracks out. Larry June and Cardo, Chops on the Blade. This nigga Larry June love the Blade. Man, like, the Blade is where it's at. Man, this, this nigga done flew out to space on that blade. And they got chops on his bitch. Chops on the blade. What's next? Goddamn. Man, horses on the blade. That's what's going to be next. Yeah. Don't let that nigga get a Christmas out, man. Slay ships on the blade. Woo! Hey, Larry, come holler at me, nigga. Yeah, bro. Million dollar ideas. Slay ships on the blade? Out. <laughs> Cardo. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Cardo out. Larry. Come <laughs> Metro. Uh-huh. Whoever wanted. <laughs> hey. 
who trying, <laughs> who trying to get this shit, man? Anybody could get it, bro. Come Whoever on now. Hey, man, shit going to the highest bidder. <laughs> Slay ships on the blade, nigga. I'm about to go patting that bitch. Uh, bro, you stupid, man. How you feel about this song, though? I know you, um, you know, we talked a little bit pre-production. You said you really liked this one. Tell us why. Yeah, I hit you, um, I think when before you flew out to yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Yep. I was like, man, I really like this track. I don't know what it is. This just sounds like a very, very, very classic Larry June song. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <clears throat> but, you know. When you say classic Larry June, you mean just like, just his sound, it just like it just sounds like a Larry type beat, a Larry yeah, type flow. Yeah, that's a Larry type beat. Yeah, I got you. With a Larry type flow together to make a Larry ass song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh definitely him and Cardo have just developed this sound where, like you said, um It's very Larry. It could, yeah, before you even hear like the actual song, it could just be the beat. It could just be an ad lib as soon as the song starts. You already know like the type of vibe that it's gonna be in. It was a chilly ass night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was riding in my 5.0. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know what you mean. But no, I like this song as well, man. Definitely um this one, Cardo, like I said, bro, they've just developed this sound where it's very unique. This is the first um lead out to the upcoming project that they're finally coming out with as well. It's gonna be called The Night Shift. No date on when we get that, but this is the first song. They've been talking about this project for months. So looking forward to that, man. But I love this song as well. I agree that it's just in a typical Larry song is slow, but he has those, um, you know, his his flow where it's just like, it's just smooth, bro. Larry just ride the beat, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it just every single time him and Cardo connect, it's the same thing, but he has his weight. You know, the thing about Larry June, we talk about artists and how they can make repetitive music. Larry, mm -hmm. the thing with Larry, I mean, yeah, Larry's songs do sound the same. The beats do sound the same, but it's like he has a way... Of making it uh, sound so fly. Yeah, but making it sound so different, but he's he's saying the same shit in every song. You know but I mean? it is different, like right. you said. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying the exact same pimp-ass shit. Same shit, every song. You might switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know? Don't check me, nigga. Check the something different every single, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it just go together. You know what I'm saying? The words that he's able to like put together, like, yeah, don't check me. Check your gas light. Check your... Your, your check engine light, check your tire pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's endless opportunities when he does things like that. So that's what I mean. Like, yeah, bro, not really having the exact same lyrics. It's just the same like catchphrases and them same like ad libs where every time you hear, like I said, a Larry song, especially when it's produced by Cardo, you kind of already know how it's going to sound before actually hearing it. But Again, looking forward to it, man. The Night Shift will be getting that sometime soon. I'm sure that project is going to go crazy. Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, I think that might do it for the tracks, though. Okay. We're back in the albums. We're back in the Drake car. Right? Uh, oh, let's do it. For All the Dogs has been out for three weeks now. Um, I think he put up 402 the first week. We're sitting at the third week. He put up 161 coming into the third week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, I think at this point, every single song, I'm, I might have gotten a notification that every single song from his album is set to chart in the, the top 100. Mm. I'm, I might have to go back to get some clarification on that. Okay. But I do believe coming onto uh, this Monday, Every single song from Drake's For All the Dogs 
will be charting on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Can't say I'm uh, shocked about that. It's Drake. I mean, what do we expect? He ha- he has seven songs debut in the top one, uh, top ten on the 100 list. So um, you can just you could just expect it that you know what I mean. But to have what is it, 23 songs that were on that album? Yeah, 23 yeah. songs being the top 100. Yeah, that's that's pretty legendary. I'm not gonna lie. Um, hi, are you still playing the album? To what? Uh, every day. I'm- <laughs> Shit, bro, I can't get enough up for I lives. fucking <laughs> I swear to God. love this album. <laughs> I played damn near the entire album during pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> Not one complaint. Yeah. Um, I, I play the album all the way through pretty much every day, at least once. At least. Yep. I might play that bitch two to three times a day. Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm putting on every single day. And I've gotten to the point where there's certain, like, different starting points so of course i don't have a problem with starting it from one running it all the way through but there's like an r&b section where i'm like i only want to hear r&b right now i'm going to start it at track 14 and on or mm-hmm. i only want to hear the rap i'm going to start it at track five and on you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so like i'm i'm finding new like starting points and i'm finding new songs and new shit that i just love about this album every single time i listen to it if i'm looking for the rap i'm gonna go Three, four, five, six, seven. Calling for you, fear of heights, daylight, first person shooter. I don't give a fuck. If I'm going for the RB, I'm going 9, 10, 11, 13, 14, 15. Basically, all the way down into the end until you get to the Yachty. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I, I play this shit so often, Corey. Yeah. Like, Great sequencing, man, on the album for sure. Those uh, those different points, but but I'm with you, man. I just um, like I said, I'm I'm having new favorites. I'm appreciating the music more each time I listen to it. I'm finding new things, new lyrics that I didn't hear before, new analogies, new ad libs. I'm like, yeah, man, this is a really great project. One of my favorite Drake projects in a very very long time. Absolutely, this might be my favorite Drake project since Views. That says a lot. What's your favorite track on this on this project so far? Still drew Picasso, man, number one favorite for me, but one that's growing on me more and more and more each day is Members Only, the Party Next Door feature. Really? Holy shit. Okay. I love, absolutely love that song. Um, And then another one that I would say, man, that's really Bahama Promises, bro. Like That's my favorite track. That song is ridiculous. That's my favorite <laughs> track. That, like, I... I, I discredited Drake for something last pod that I, I would have to credit him for with Bahamas Promises because I said mm. um, Drake is good with having at least one song every single album. It's that he's able to stop you and and everything he's saying mm. is accurately depicting how your life is rolling. Right, yep. I remember that. Bahamas Promise. That's the one for you? What the fuck? Hey, Lee. God damn. Um, there's other tracks on here that are that are doing the same, not doing the same thing, but are doing it for me. Um, away from home. The way people talk about Drake rapping too young or rapping for a young audience, mm-hmm. he doesn't do that on Away from Home. If he were able to rap like he did. 
with J. Cole and on some of the R&B tracks and like he did on Away From Home, he would have been able to satisfy those that were saying he was rapping too young. Like we wanted, we want to hear Drake talk about how he's grown up and he's gotten the money and the fame and all the women, but he goes home and that shit don't feel like home anymore because damn it, I'm 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 just too fucking rich for all this shit now. But this don't feel like home anymore. We want to hear that from Drake. Um, I just wish we would have got more of that from Drake. Yeah. Even though I I fucking love this album. <clears throat> It's those tracks that become my favorite because, oh, that's grown up, 34, 35, 36-year-old Drake really talking his shit the same way he's doing it on the the Cole track. Yeah. Another one, um, adding to that, and we mentioned this before, <clears throat> song that actually leaked, number 11, try our best. Absolutely. We had both said that we were glad that he added that to the album because it's a great album song. You know what I mean? It fits the, the overall... Uh, the theme of those songs where it's like we tr- like it's personal but it's like damn it didn't work out i love you we tried our best you know what i'm saying you can feel that that's not like a young person song that's, seen, that's somebody that's been through some things i've seen social media starting to tout that song as one of his best lyrical songs ever see i'm like what the i'm not going to say that but i can understand because that's another one where i'm like bro i really like this song we heard it before the album came out but again within the album i'm like bro this song fits so perfectly to that tip and i don't even want to skip it now number nine slime you out with scissor fits snug like a fucking blanket into this album (laughs) dude like and it sounds way better than it sounded on the night it dropped sliming you slimy you for them kid choices that you made like even so it's crazy yeah, I, I heard that the, when it first came out, but like it didn't hit me until hearing it. Yeah, Choice again. Awards. Come you know on, what I'm man. saying? Like, yeah, I mean, no, I get the, the analogy, but just like the way Drake made that shit work yeah. with that song. You know what I mean? Like, it's corny as hell. Slime you out from the kid choices you make, but it's like, damn, it's actually like creative. Like, when you think about it. You know what I mean? Putting the pen to the yeah, paper and then like, the, yeah, like, okay. That was, that was thought in it. Yeah, that. I was just like, all right, like, I get it. So, um, yeah, man, just like I said, like, with each listen, bro, it's just like, man, it gets better and better and better. And again, the numbers are showing and proving it. Yeah, the numbers are showing and proving. Uh, let's speak to that. When he came in with the number one album of uh, of the week, he also came through with the number one song in the world. Yep, yep. That would be First Person Shooter featuring J. Cole. That is also J. Cole's very first number one Billboard hit. Yep, yep. It's fucking insane. Crazy, right? Um, with that, even inside of the song, at the end, Drake goes, you know, I'm one away from Michael, nigga beat it. Yeah, I think it was great that this song was the one to beat it. Fitting, yeah. yeah. This song... Mean? He tied Michael Jackson mm-hmm. for the most number or the fourth most, whatever it is, number ones in Billboard history. Um, he's got one more to surpass him, but he's tied. He's tied with him, guys. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing about that, he even mentioned this himself. Uh, they didn't count sicko mode. So he really already mm. got it. But he was They're like, counting his own. It's only, I guess they're only counting... Um, yeah, just tracks that he's done himself. But I'm like, why would they do that 
for only Drake in that in that certain situation. But the thing about it is, even in that breath, it's Monday, and I don't know what like what came out yet because it's not Monday. But that Yeet song is bound to go. Uh, I don't give a fuck with Drake and Yeet. It's bound to go number one, and that's gonna smack it. Like it's it's gonna beat it. And it's crazy because that one actually debuted debuted at number two. Yeah, and then like you said, he's really just gonna if he beats himself to beat Michael Jackson, that would be crazy. If you've seen <laughs> the way TikTok and Instagram is cartooning and playing how Drake sounded with the, uh, I'm counting the money for fun. Mm-hmm. It's about to go number one. They're playing that song and it's circulating way too much, Corey. I love it, man. It, it almost beat Coles. Yeah, no. But you can't beat a cold fucking world. I'm, 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 I'm on, fucking man. shivering right now. Yeah, bro. Ah, it's fucking cold, nigga. <laughs> feel like I'm in Siberia. Right, I'm, in, I'm, out, I'm out. I'm Algeria. I'm in right, Albania, right, right. nigga. Is it cold over those places? I know Siberia. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. okay. I don't know about Albania, but it just it Algeria. cold. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could have said like Iceland or some shit. Germany. I mean, yeah, but you could have said like Antarctica, Russia, Alaska. You know, you could. I want to make it sound brutal and cold. <laughs> Alaska, them niggas get free checks for living. <laughs> facts, facts. Okay, so more like Russia, Siberia, okay. like you said, Siberia, okay. nigga. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, even, I don't even want y'all to think nobody out there. Like we yeah. drop y'all off there. <laughs> it's just you. Call who, bitch. Freeze. Freeze. Welcome to Siberia, nigga. Is that a tiger? Ah, yeah, it is a tiger, nigga. Freeze. <laughs> Freeze, bitch. Oh, hilarious, man. Um, Don't know how I got the Siberian tigers, but let's stay in Drake. Don't talk to my man like that. I like it. How you like it? My, 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 my man. My, 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 man. Hey, if I'm going to be the one to do it, let me be the one. Shut the fuck up. All right? I don't like that, Corey. Why not? You know Adonis is six years old, right? Just to make that clear. Oh, you're going to do that? You're going to be that guy? I'm just making sure... That you know that. You're going to be that guy to Hell make yeah. me feel his age? Yeah, for sure. Then he don't need to be rapping with his six-year-old ass. I'm not disagreeing. That boy needs to have his that. head in them, in them books. Right, on that basketball court. I don't disagree with that, but go ahead. I'm going to let you go first. Get your shit off. Corey, none of it rhymed. That's it. Okay. He rapped and none of it rhymed. <laughs> and please... And please, like, if you're going to challenge me with this, I have evidence of six-year-olds that are very capable. Bro, don't bring up who? Raven? Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Who else started? Romeo. (laughs) Romeo. Uh, What I want to say is, (laughs) obviously, the the rap, the lyrics are not up to par. He's a six-year-old child. (laughs) I just like... The concept and the theme of this. First off, Drake puts his son at the end of the Daylight song, little freestyle, my man freestyle. Then you release the video, and it's Adonis showing that, bro, he's actually like a character. Like Drake is really morphing, bro, to be a superstar already. He oh, he's active. a character. He's not a. He's not a rapper. No, 
He don't need to be a rapper. Oh, he doing this for Halloween? <laughs> yeah, bro. He getting into season. I just thought the concept was cool, bro. His son, you know, being uh, like he's a, a real basketball player in the locker room at the press conference. Like, that shit was live to me. That's all I have to say about it. the rap, bro. Like, I'm not finna critique Adonis rap. I'm not doing that. Oh, let me do it. <laughs> like, uh, he's a six-year-old child. What stops him from doing anything Bow Wow Kari? <laughs> Adonis. He's limitless. No. Adonis is not a rapper, bro. I don't think. Do he look like he want to be a rapper? Can He's you got see? a goddamn music video out, Kari. He's talking about. Do I think he wants to be a rapper? They got a whole tape out. Niggas got the hottest music video <laughs> in the streets out right now. <laughs> Millions of views, bro. The fuck? That my man freestyle doing numbers. He's got the biggest fucking rapper in the game in his music video, <laughs> Corey. signing them and shit. The fuck? He's dapping up Drake. <laughs> fuck his... Uh, fucking talking about his dad. He's dapping up Drake, nigga. Nah, facts. Who else gets the Drake co-sign? He's facts. a rapper. Facts. Go ahead, man. Do your thing. And he's not going to get signed rapping like that, Corey. You don't see a career for Adonis post this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Not in rap. Yeah. But, yeah, his opportunities are limitless. For sure. Did you, you heard Bounce With Me by, by Bow Wow? I did. Does that sound anything like the My Man freestyle? No. Again, though, you're comparing a young black child from Ohio to a spoiled, rotten six year old Canadian. That's what I'm saying. That boy not, that boy not even cut like, <laughs> like he not. Bow yeah. was cripping by right. That's what I'm saying. Like these are two totally different spectrums here. <laughs> they had. To, imagine having to drag a six year old out the streets. He didn't even want to leave Snoop. The fuck. Yeah, bro. Chill. Yeah. I mean, but look at Jaden Smith. He made it. Did he? Don't do that. Oh. My bad. Icon? What you call an icon living? Start a regular label. This, 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 Nah. Nah, it's music hard. I'm just. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Hell I'm yeah. Like, playing. you really. Come on now. Nah, yeah. And we promoted this nigga's water for like two years. Facts. <laughs> Still waiting on them checks. No, oh, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, send us just, a check, we like, never, we never got, never seen a check. <laughs> Jay, we'll, we'll see him one day. Like, come on now. I'm on some NBA, young boy. It's gonna be nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be nice to meet For you. For real. <clears throat> Where are we at with it though? Are we still in Drake? Uh, that was really it. All right, had, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my man, check that out. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nah, no nah, man. Adonis has a fucking Billboard Hot 100 track. And a hot music video. That shit probably got millions. I haven't looked, but I'm sure it do. Mm-hmm. Sound like you hating. I'm because you want that Drake feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I am hating. No, nah, I want that Drake interview. He won't come up in here. <laughs> that Drake cosign. Yeah, yeah. He different. won't he won't do it for us. Yeah. We'd be the biggest part of overnight. Yeah. One now. Like the uh, white girl, Bobby. Absolutely. That's what we gotta do. We gotta get to one of the like our favorite potters. Do a show with them and just steal everything they fucking do, you know? Like vultures. Yeah. 
That ain't me. Well, it got to be you today, <laughs> nigga. No, I'm just, just we would never do anything. <clears throat> Where are we at with it next? Are we in albums? Yeah. Next up, man. The one we intro with, go ahead. Offset. He is finally dropped. Set it off. That dropped last week. It arrived. Um, how many tracks did we get off of this, Kari? Or did were you there? All right, no. No. 21 tracks. We got mm-hmm. 21 tracks off of this. Strictly through Motown Records. I loved this, Kari. The streets loved this fucking album, Kari. Like, out of the entire 2023, even though we had Travis's album drop, that got a lot of backlash off of the beginning. Of course, it's wildly accepted now. But this is the first and only album, I think, this whole year that was... Loved immediately, like off the rip. Think so? Maybe Yachty's Can We Start Here? Or not, it's not Can We Start Here. Um, let's start here. Let's start here. But other than that, no. Like this was loved like by everyone immediately. I, I haven't seen anyone say they didn't like this album. Nobody. How did you feel about it? I love it. Okay. Absolutely. I think it's incredible. The thing that I just, that had me nervous, man, you know, this whole entire rollout, the last like year and a half to two years was just like, how's this guy going to do this again? You know, we had the first time around when they all had the solo tracks. I've said it before. The rollout sucked. The cover art sucked. The leading singles, it just, everything got derailed. I wasn't going to say it sucked. (laughs) But the rollout with that, because everything that happened at that time, all the drama that he had, everything was just clouded for Offset, right? That's the point I'm trying to make. This time around, bro, everything just seems like it was laid out perfectly. A clean palette, yeah. Bro, and it was just like, I think that also helped um, as far as like what people are saying because we didn't have any drama floating around. It was just like, bro, he dropped the album. He gave us... Uh, you know, singles before the leading up to the uh, the day they did release, bro. And everything about this rollout this time around, like I said, I just feel it was perfect. So me, <clears throat> I think the project is incredible. I love Offset. Uh, the the creativity, bro. <clears throat> yeah, Offset is a solo rapper now. He's the Michael Jackson of the Migos group. But this nigga showed you that I can sing. I can ad lib. I can do a song with women. Not only Cardi B, I got Lotto, I got Chloe. You know what I'm saying? Like he showed the versatility for me on this one. And the biggest thing to wrap all of that, because all of what you said is him doing what he needed to do to make sure the music connected. Yes. And the biggest thing to wrap all of that up that Offset did absolutely amazing with was rolling this album out. Like I've even seen some of, like I saw Ebro. Um, I might have saw Funk Flex talk about it, um, how well this nigga rolled this album out. One of the best rollouts I've seen in a long time. He took every little step he needed to take. Track here, track here. I did a freestyle here. Let me do a freestyle here. Let me do a a video freestyle in the streets, on the block. Let me do the on the block freestyle. Let me do a couple of interviews over here. Bro, everything. <clears throat> the the Kasanat shit that he did the stream. Absolutely. He did the interview with, with the uh, little white girl too, Bobby. I think it's her name. Uh-huh. And then he rolled out his clothing line along with the album. 
Cardi B was in the clothing line. Like everything was perfect. He yo. even had a little bit of controversy. He had the Nicki husband thing kind of. Just you know, a little just bit. Just to amp a little thing up before the album dropped. Just you know. a little bit, you know. Psh, throw you a little 50K for that. <laughs> Thanks for hating on the nigga. Say, little smoke screen, bro. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all that was. Thanks for that, guys. But, man, I just, I'm happy for Seth. Um, like you said, I haven't seen too many people speak negative about this album. I all I've seen one. was positive. The numbers are looking good so far as well. That's a that's another positive. He sold seventy thousand the first week. Hey, I like it. The only reason I'm bringing this up is just to to show you guys the level of Michael Jackson of this shit he's on. Mm-hmm. Quavo, the huncho of the group, thirty four first week. We were already looking at him on pace to go to eighty five. That was gonna triple him, damn near. Um. But or or get to the point where it was it was looking Almost, like triple. Right. He still doubled that. Almost. Well deserved. You going with Quavo's album? You going with Offset's album? <laughs> Come on, I'm going with Set, man. <clears throat> Come on now. That album was amazing. Like now, Quavo's album, Rocket Power, was good. I can't even say it wasn't like that. It was bad. That album was good. That album was really good. Offset's album set it off. He set that bitch off. A plus. I can't even. I, I'm. I'm giving a like. Am I? Am I dick riding? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask after that. I gave that nigga a plus. A plus, nigga. Perfect. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Nothing wrong with that oh at all. Not one thing. <laughs> Fuck. B plus A minus. <laughs> okay, shit. A minus. Give a nigga some some tell me. Like he already think he might, bro. And ain't gonna be running around this bitch like he park. <laughs> like Yeah, he gonna be Prince that. That's the <laughs> right, next album. Like, chill. But nah, man, I I know what you're getting at. On a on a more serious note, um I don't really have anything bad to say about the project either. Again, I just like I love when we're right. We we told y'all this was going to be the case with Offset for Absolutely. years. The last year and a half, like I said, when he has been rolling this out, <clears throat> we told y'all he was probably going to outsell Quavo. We told y'all the streets were going to be anticipating and waiting on Offset more than the others. Yeah, everything worked exactly how not only us but again, I think it worked exactly how Offset wanted it to work, bro. He was patient. He took his time. He watched Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? He watched how she could just throw a song here, throw a little pop-up here, a little controversy here. Like, bro, people are starting to really like Offset as the person now. Yeah. And I think that is why his shit is selling so well. Cardi B's helping him yes, project like, himself more. as a, She's became more of a mogul yes. and a figure than she is a musical artist. And she's showing him how to do that. This this album's gonna change a lot for Offset. He biting off of that for shit show, bro. Yeah, and I I just I think we're seeing the personality from Set that we just haven't been able to see before with everything that he's been able to do now as a solo artist. And again, I think that's why people are uh, running to listen to his album more, but also not really having anything negative to say about him, bro. He's he's doing everything right right now. Mm-hmm. I love it, bro. Love that project. Again, incredible to me. Not yep. giving it an A plus, but you heard incredible. some. You heard some of those shots he took at, at QCN. Uh huh. Right incredible. on the intro. 
Right, right from the start. And he took him on, on blame it on set too. Yeah. I mean, he was swift with it. Straight to the point. <clears throat> I think they talk, but I think I think they still don't fuck with each other like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Quavo and set or QC and set? Both. Okay. Because I've seen I've seen well uh offset talked about he talks to Quavo on the phone sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. He said, you know, we couldn't get through that shit without each other, you know. Right. Quavo still don't fuck with somebody like that. I mean. It is what it is. Start hating pussy ass nigga. <laughs> nigga uh, ain't he Michael like that bitch. I can't speak on that, man. Whether or not they like each other, who knows? Um, I know what you're talking about, though. He said, you know, they could see themselves, or he could see them possibly doing music again and things mm-hmm. like that, and, you know, re- rekindling. So, of course, we would love to see that. But now at this point, um, just knowing that the fact that they talk, that's that's good enough for me. And knowing the fact that they just dropped very successful solo projects, <clears throat> as of right now, I don't want the Quavo Offset project or the rekindling. They already said it would never go under the Migos moniker ever again. That's done. But um, I don't want to hear that. I want to see them grow their their careers They're out as solo. solo artists. Right, right, yeah. I don't need it anymore. I agree with you as well. Because what if what if just time goes on and Quavo gets better and that next album just hit us over the fucking head? Because it probably will. Everybody finds their way over time. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm just starting to like think. Of course, I wasn't around for it, but I know like how time went. When the Beatles split up, it took time for like, I mean, of course, John Lennon ended up being the one that popped right off rip. But <clears throat> nigga George Harrison ended up going crazy in the 80s. And you guys already saw what ended up becoming of Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. So like, just wait to see like if this shit finally like pan out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Again, they're not going anywhere. Like I said about Fuck the baby no. earlier, Quavo, as a solo artist, Quavo is going to continue to be everywhere. His position is motherfucking solidified. <laughs> so, don't you ever question that. Right. Don't think Quavo's just going to go away and we're not going to hear music from Quavo for the next year or two. You're insane. Nigga, that's the hunch up. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like no, let's not, let's not be disrespectful now. Yeah. That's, that's him, though. Yeah, but... Again, myself at this point, post now that we've gotten both projects from these guys, hey man, let's just be solo artists. Let's not beef. Let's just go to their separate ways, man. Like I, I'm, I'm done with all successfully. Of that. Yeah, bro, I'm done with all the, the the beef, the drama. I know it's probably still forever gonna be some there with QC, just because. I mean, you know, when it starts at the top, that shit probably never will get worked out. But between these two guys, I don't need to see that no more. I'm good on it. And it was just it just went sour with QC. The whole thing with the the tracks, um, the, the behind the scenes shit about how Offset felt about them putting Lil Baby and them over Migos and all that, which I can kind of understand. Somebody made a point last week on Twitter, and I never had it in my head like that until then, um, because of course Lil Baby started to take over the game. And someone was like, nigga, did Migos bring them the only fucking number one that QC's ever had? Or did Lil Baby bring them? I was like, might have been. I was like, it was it was bad and bougie. They were like, then they shouldn't be showing them niggas no more fucking love. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. 
I think it's more. I mean, obviously, we know it's more to it than just of course, just the hits, just baby having a, more songs that were hot at the time. But yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, no, so robberies, yeah. So, <laughs> so high, but we'll just we'll just have to see. But again, like I'm sure there's always going to be issues with them. With um, you know, we always fuck up their names, Coach K and P. Yeah, P and Coach K. <laughs> yeah. uh, between said, man, but um. Like we said, I think they've worked it out now. Again, you mentioned this earlier. He's fully Motown now. No more QC baggage on there. So hopefully, bro, they can just just move on. I'm just ready for these guys to move on. That's what I keep saying. Like, I'm I'm sick of all the antics, the drama. We lost Take. Quavo's dropped his album as a solo artist. It was successful. Offset, obviously, like we've just talked about, is having success. Massive success. Just go y'all separate ways, man. Do y'all own thing. No, yeah, but all in a nutshell, I really like the album. I'm, I continue to listen to this. I, I've listened to it all week. Yeah, this one and Drake, I've definitely been playing every day. Do you have a favorite song off of Offset's album? Good question. Let me go to I've it. got a few. While, while you get to there, um, of course, well, I, I don't want to say that there's any skips. I don't think he has any skips. I will for real say that. But, um, of course, Say My Grace is one of those ones. Worth It is one of those ones. But my true favorites... Have to be number 10, Big Dog. Number 13, Dissolve might be my favorite one on there. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm for, oh, number eight, Don't You Lie. But 13, Dissolve, amazing. That's that B side offset. Amazing. I will give my all <clears throat> to mm-hmm. you. Like I said earlier, man, like, yeah, that's why I mentioned earlier, like the, the versatility, bro, the range. Yeah. That he showed on some of these songs, absolutely incredible. Agree with you on uh, those favorites. Some more. I just want to point out the intro on the river. Immediately, this nigga got straight to the business. Absolutely, and started rapping his ass off. One of my favorite songs, and then the outro as well, bro. Healthy. I really, really like that song. Okay. Offset has a way like his his ad libs, and it's really just amigos. They have the best like creativity when it comes to ad libs, bro. And sometimes. That makes the song sound so beautiful to me. So um, the intro and the outro, they're very short. Both of those are only like a minute 30, mm-hmm. but beautiful, beautiful curated songs, man. And I Some want, of my favorites. And I want to note that I like the track number six, Freaky, offsetting Cardi B more than I like the single that they put out, Jealousy. It's good. It's better. I ain't gonna lie. But I mean, I understand for single and like commercial promotion reasons why you put Jealousy out over the other one because Freaky's... Freaky is going to sell because it's sex, but come on. We got more appeal with the jealousy one. They could do more with the the video, the mm-hmm. James Brown shit that they were able to do. Jamie Lee Curtis, all that, the the actual music video. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but we can go ahead and get out of the <clears throat> Offset talk. Let's move on to more albums that came out over the past week. Ken Carson, he dropped his album for uh, A Great Chaos. It was called A Great Chaos. Yep. 21 tracks. No, am I wrong? Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I get to it. Go ahead. What you 18 tracks. Sorry, it's all right. This is where I start to think, damn, Roderick, are you disconnecting from what's hot and like what you really like? Is this just some new generation shit? Like, I played the Ken Carson album because. Ken Carson has like a lot of hype around him right now. I mean, and I've always known his name. Same. He's not new. Same. But 
I've never paid that much attention to Ken Carson, but if you start to bubble a little, I've, I've listened to some songs, but it, it wasn't enough to turn me into a fan. Once you start to bubble a little bit, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why the fuck are they they speaking on you like this? I go back and I listen to your albums, or I wait for your newest project to drop. This is how I became a Yeet fan. <clears throat> I, I figured out he was smoking two weeks before he was dropping an album. That was about two years ago, but that's how we became Yeet fans. Yep. I sent y'all a message in the group, and I was like, yo, this nigga is is bubbling. I'm like, he he's he's hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Kim uh, with Ken Carson. I didn't send a text or a, a message or anything, but this one's starting to become common knowledge because he was blowing everywhere. Album comes out. I don't like it. It's just high energy. There's some that, yeah, like you could play when you're like drunk, but this is for 18 year olds. Look, bro, I don't want to uh, reiterate anything because where I'm coming is really the exact same shit that you said. One more thing I just wanted to add to everything you said about Yeet. Another thing that uh, a similarity here, they both got the Drake cosign. If you obviously, you know, Yeet made the album now, but go mm-hmm. back two years later when Yeet started blowing up, Drake posted him on his story. He did. He did. Starts bubbling more. Same thing here with this album release when it came out. Ken Carson, Drake puts it on his story, right? So that's another thing that adds. He had some some good first week sales. Like he blew through his projections. I don't know the exact numbers, but um, what I want to say though about Ken Carson, a great chaos. I'm going to just be real. Which all this shit sucks. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. Man, and, and, and I say that with love because again, I know with that love. Because <laughs> no, because this just ain't our music, bro. Again, like you said, I think we're just disconnected from this. It's drug rap. It's perky rap. I'm just making up these terms, but that's what bro is talking about. I can't vibe with that. All of the beats are rock, techno. It sounds like an early Cardi before he got to where he's at right now, right? I don't like it, yo. Like it, it has no substance. It's just mosh pit music. Mm-hmm. It's just let's take drugs and alcohol all day. And every song is like that. There's not one song that sounds any differently. But it is very electronic. Like electric. Ve- shit. Very, very, very. Like if you can think about the type of dubs and, and chords that Yeet puts over his voice. Yes. But Yeet still raps and he makes like you can still hear his actual voice throughout it all. Right. There's no substance here, dude. Ken Carson sounds like a rap like Tom and Jerry mouse kind of voice trying to talk. Like, it's like Cardi, like you said. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't either. But another thing with this type of music and these new sounds that we do get, I give these guys a chance because it is always one. Like you said, with Yeet, like, yeah, even with Yeet projects, you I tend not to like the entire project most times. But there's usually a good handful where I'm like, damn, I could pull this one out. I could pull that one out. So Ken Carson, same thing. I know eventually I'm going to have some that are going to catch me because, again, I've seen this nigga name everywhere even before the album came out. So I knew, like, okay, this is what we are listening to today. But I just haven't had that one. It's because we're not 17. I don't want to be 17 again. You want to be 17 again? No. <laughs> I just... All my, all my students... Do you listen to Kid Carson, Mr. Taylor? Do you listen to Kid? 
No, I know who he is, and yes, right. I've listened to some of his songs, but no, I wouldn't call myself a listener of that yeah. shit. But um, that's that's what they listen to, Corey. Yeah, man. And I just I just can't get down with that, man. I I really can't. And like I said, I'm sure it'll be one that catch me because I have a I have a list of artists that I could go down, and I'm like, same thing. Like Yeet was one you mentioned. Uh, V's was another one. It's just like you know, like I had to wait and find one that called me, and then I was like, okay, I'm a fan. Baby Destroy Face Lonely. Ray. Destroy Lonely. You know, it was just, there's so many, like the list goes on. So I know eventually they may get to the point, Ken Carson again will get to the point where I'm like, all right, I can fuck with it. I can vibe with it. But this, a great chaos again, bro. Like It was I a just, great chaos. Yeah, it was it was chaotic, yo. Literally, that album is chaotic for shit sure. Kid chaotic. <laughs> Straight up. All right, man. Are you ready to move out of that one? What's next, man? West Side Gun dropped his final studio album, and then you pray for me. Corey, have, you heard, have you heard this? I haven't, man. Talk about it. Why the fuck haven't you heard this, Corey, man? <laughs> All right, let's give another one to Corey, y'all. <laughs> Boo. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, Corey. Man. Nevertheless. Since we've shamed Kari for not listening to one of the best projects to drop this week or this last week, 21 tracks from West Side Gun, and then you pray for me. Phenomenal. I'm not going to lie to you, Kari. I know you you heard a couple of the tracks that I played in Mm pre-production. These beats are phenomenal. The flow by West Side Gun is immaculate. Um, I don't want to dick ride, um, but this is a this is a great album, <laughs> Corey. A plus. This is an A plus. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not even gonna lie to you with this one. Between him, drama, stove god, th- this one's an A plus. This okay. is a for real A plus. Okay. And then you pray for me is amazing. We've got we got Todd Dollar Sign. With West Side Gun, Kari. Yeah, that's a be- I heard that one. You played that, that was one that was me. beautiful. Beautiful. The track that I'm playing for my song of the week, Kitchen Lights, beautiful. Um, it's just amazing, man. Mm-hmm. I I can't say enough about it. I'm hype over this one. This might be West Side's best album. Uh, he says it's gonna be his final one too, right? Is yeah. that his final studio album? Final studio album. So uh... solo studio album. Said he could still get in the booth. Do some features, maybe do a, a, a collab tape, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wicker's Zelda things. I remember that. Uh, but what is it compared to, you know, projects that he's released in the past? Because we, we listen to Griselda every time they drop. So what is it with this one that is making you say, oh, it's an A+. plus? Is it the features? Is it because he has Ty Dolla Sign and others? Or is it because he had a different beat selection? Or is it because... He's going out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was it for you on this one specifically that just had you feeling that way? It is all of those things, Kari. With a West Side Gun album, you said, is it the features? With a West Side Gun album, of course you can expect Stove God Cooks. You don't normally expect Rick Ross, Giggs, um, Denzel Curry, ESTG, Jeezy, um, Ty Dolla Sign, like you said. Those aren't people you normally expect. And of right, course, right, then you right. get the Benny Conway stuff. Um, but you don't expect to see that on West Side Gun's album. 
on top of that, you're saying, is it the music? Yes, it's the music too. Normally with West Side Guns albums, it's pure grit. Like, of course you get amazing beats, but it's grit, it's grime. Grimy, for sure. He's been able to take his grit and grime and still have it sound as dirty as it always has, but put it on the most royal, regal level of production. Like I said with my song Kitchen Lights, I don't know if you heard that one when I was playing in pre-production. He's able to make it sound like, like you're in the Vatican church cooking up crack. <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy. That's that's <laughs> like you're in the Sistine Chapel making making the walls stank, <laughs> cooking, cooking dope. That's what West Side Guns music today is making it seem like. That's, and when a, he's, that's a crazy conversation to have with the Lord, though. Like <laughs> absolutely. I'm sorry, Lord. I but, cooked up in the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, it was it was for the ambiance. <laughs> You so rich, you cooking up dope in the Sistine just for the ambiance. Bro, that's sick, yo. That's crazy. Yeah, and then he handed it off to one of his lower men, and then he went and had a steak. Yeah, yeah, that's having though. That's really having. This is this is the epitome of grime at its finest. How do you say grime and it be fine? This is grime at its finest. A plus. I don't care if you say I'm dick eating at this point. <laughs> Oh, man. Shout out to them Griselda niggas and sure. how far they've been able to bring the rap game because we've gotten very, very, very far away from the bars, the lyrics, the just the boom bap of rap. Griselda brought that shit back single handedly. And not only that, made it a, a thing. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's so easy for niggas not to do that today and we're not used to it. And like you said, like, because we actually have that for some, some like a smaller group of people, we appreciate it. And because of niggas like Westside, with his and his his boom 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 boom, and him being so fly, how in touch he is with wrestling, Kari, mm-hmm. the kids love fucking Griselda. Mm-hmm. Them sixteen and and fifteen and seventeen and eighteen year olds. They love Grizel. They love the bars. We needed, yeah. we needed that to touch back home with the kids, Corey. That's why I said made it a thing because, again, it's so easy for artists not to do that. And that's all that we hear from a lot of artists. A lot of the kids' favorite artists are people who don't rap about the bars. So to have that be fluent again, to have that be prominent again, is something that we need for just hip-hop in general, bro. There's always going to be a mix. I understand that. You're going to have the greats, the legends, the lyricists. You're going to have the niggas that's really fucking The bullshit. Off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But it would be great if we could have the left side, what I mentioned first, be higher than this other side. Right now, that's not the case. It isn't. But then you have to think about, yes, Kari, the kids, the kids buy the music. And they have a large impact on it, but do they control it or do we still control it? Because you you know what I mean? Like they're young and they're listening to a lot of the music, but they haven't gotten a full grasp of what's what yet. So they're really just listening to the music for the flow and shit. Um, the, the inner workings and the behind the scenes of the music, 
the niggas that are still in their late 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, they're, they're still the ones running the show. Like, whatever we need to get out, we can get out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it just doesn't last as long as it did before. I think that's the problem. Until Griselda. Until Freddie Gibbs. Those albums that we were talking about, like Griselda, they popped in 2018 and 19. Right. They've been hot since, like fucking fish grease. Freddie Gibbs too. Mm-hmm. Niggas are patiently awaiting on that new Alchemist Freddie Gibbs album. No doubt. Yeah, man. Boldy. Stove guy. Shout out Boldy. Them, they, they have bars, back crack, Benny, Conway. Man, don't give me fucking no. Let me get off the soapbox. <laughs> I'll check it out though, man. Definitely want to hear that. The songs you played, it was about four or five that you played. Absolutely incredible. Gotta check them out. Man. Can't wait to hear the rest, man. And there was a, a Griselda reunion. <laughs> Track three, Costas. Okay. Yeah, man. West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher. <clears throat> so maybe they don't hate each other, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to move on out of that, though? Okay, what's up? I think we're out of music. We're in music news. Okay. All of our music news left is women and bitches. <laughs> women and bitches. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. I went there. That's crazy. Um, but let's talk about the women first. Okay. Uh, Megan the Stallion. She took to some sort of live platform online to let everybody know that she is working on a new album. However, She's going to be producing her next album. Not producing it, I'm sorry. Funding it completely on her own. Independent? Is that what she's saying? Yes. The 28... Uh, I, I just have a, a little bit here. But I, I hate when these people try to tell me I have an ad blocker on so I can't read it. <laughs> the 28-year-old rapper released her previous LP, Good News, and then 2022's Traumazine on... 31501 certified, but she told fans she no longer has any sort of record deal and will be bringing out her next record 100% independently. Um, (laughs) No really thoughts about this. I really just want to see how this is going to end up for Meg more more than anything. Like, I I don't really have an opinion, but I'm just like, I just want to see how this is going to go. Kari, there's a lot of people that have already foreseen this happening. Not me. I'm talking about niggas higher up. And you can kind of see that because they... Look at the way the rap game has started to treat YK Osiris. All of that kind of happened when his Def Jam deal crumbled. Writing was on the wall for her over at 315.01. They be bullying her around this bitch. Um, wise words from Kanye West, Jay Z, and um, Dame Dash, and they were in the end of Last Call. Kanye said, "Yo, you want to you, you want to be under an umbrella? You don't want to catch a brick. <laughs> no, you got to be under an umbrella. You don't want to get rained on. If you're not under an umbrella of a." A record label. You get rained on. I mean, so th- then comes Sometimes, yeah. all of the problems that independent artists have. Look at Chance the Rapper and the problems that he has 
getting his albums out, making sure everything is secure, making sure he has the money to fund a tour on his own. Um, and then a lot of that getting merch out on his own, a lot of it slows or it just does not end up happening. And you try to do so much on your own that the sales fall behind. And that's when you see niggas that drop independent shit that they don't have the promotion money. They don't have the same budget that they had when they were with the major. So they're not able to spread their music out or even spread the word out that their shit is out like that. And then it goes by the wayside. Mm -hmm. I don't care how big Megan the Stallion is. Those corporate fucking giants like a Def Jam, like an Atlantic Records, like an Interscope Records, um, Republic Records, they move music in a way that that you cannot do on your own. You cannot do it on your own. <clears throat> That's why they're the label, for sure. I know, a hundred percent. Yeah, you can make it, and you can make it up to where they are too. Thanks. Yeah, we're not saying that. Same way Chance did, but you Everyone, cannot push yeah. your music the way they push it. So. Drawing back from the label, it, the label, I mean, the, the numbers fall significantly anyway. Yeah. For Meg's situation, this, because she's always had the drama and the issues with her label, it was probably good just for her personally. Yeah. But when we're talking about the music and, you know, where Meg name needs to go, obviously a label would help her with that. I know what you're saying. Um, That's why I'm like. I don't really know what's next for Megan Thee Stallion. You know what I mean? Like you said, the writing on the wall with the labels, but you've also mentioned this yourself. The writing is kind of on the wall from just her peers and her colleagues. And it's like, mm, you know, yeah, you're Megan Thee Stallion. I know you're a superstar, but it's like, yeah, she seems her, her, where, where do you go from here? Her rapport seems a little smudged. Right now. And of course, it's Meg. This shit could all be water underneath the bridge. And everything we're saying right now could be bullshit one day. And she could probably be back as the, the A-list top star that, For she, sure. that she was. For sure. Right? But I'm just saying right now, it's kind of hard to just see that happening quickly. I think this is going to be a slow transition for Megan Thee Stallion moving forward. Uh, if, if it happens. Because the only thing that I will say, Corey, times have changed so much. And the female rap game is moving so quickly. They're Pass, they're bro. growing Pass. rapidly. Like they they're they're the big dogs now. They're with us. Like they with the guys. Yeah. And um, I don't know if she's gonna be able to compete when when it might be her time again. Like if I don't think she can compete with Lotto. If you ask me, she can't. Yeah, I agree. Let Cardi let Cardi come back, which I I don't think Cardi's coming back. I'm still going to, to place that in that Cardi's never dropping another album, y'all. We're, we're going on six years, but um, even if Cardi came back, she'd step on on Meg. She's bigger, way bigger. That's Cardi fucking B, and the proof is in the pudding with her. One album skated off on you niggas at the Grammys, <laughs> and man, it's just. I'm not even talking about just like um, sales, but just like popularity and how far popularity takes you, bro. Even somebody like Sexy Red, Glorilla, all yeah. of these up and coming women in the game. Like I said, I'm just talking popularity. That popularity that Sexy Red has right now is going to trump 
a lot of artists, oh not just gosh. Meg the Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Oh like gosh. it's going to trump almost everybody. So that's my point as well. Like, yeah, Meg, we know her as who she is, but again, like you said, trying to find her foot back in the game is going to be hard, bro. Because for women, again, everybody is just going crazy, and it's like, bro. She don't have no ski. I was just saying, well, you want to fucking hear Meg? You, know? you, you don't have a ski. Yeah. What what did she have? What was that shit that, that she was doing on uh Body? Was it Body Yadi 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 Yadi? That is not gonna make it. Uh that made it when everybody was stuck inside of the house. Yep, that one Savage. Making TikToks. Yep. Savage with Beyonce went crazy. But yeah, she needed, she needed, she need that. She need another one of them. But that shit's not gonna work. Yeah, that post pandemic, right? That's what I'm saying. But she needs just something like that. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, that that a, like a big hit, catchy, dancing, trendy ass shit. She needs something ratchet. I honestly, bro, the ratchet shit is really what's winning right now. Meg needs something ratchet. All her music is ratchet. You know what I mean, bro. She need a, a ratchet, a ratchet like. Catcher, bro, like like you said, ski ye. She don't fuck with the baby no more. She ain't gonna get that. <laughs> FNF, you know what I'm saying? Uh put it on the flow. Like she needs something ah. like that. She doesn't have, she got wop. You know. Wop. New. New. You talking about everything she done did. I'm saying what's next. She's gotta fund all this on her own. Exactly. And everybody that we just mentioned did not do it on their own. And Kari, like, uh, hey, for uh, an artist for like Meg the Stallion's scale, man, you looking at like million to two million dollar budgets for the lead single, man. And she talking about funding the whole album. That's a lot. It's a lot, Kari. So, hope her credit's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't check me, check your credit score. No e. cap, man. You're gonna need them any loans. Uh <laughs> oh shit, let's move on. Corey Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> if we want to talk about a promo run, Jesus Christ. She blows offset out of the water. Man. Well, she probably blows his dick too. Oh, yeah, but bro. if you let him blows his promo out of the water mm-hmm. with her book. Um so apparently Jada Pinkett Smith is out here touting a brand new book. The book is entitled uh I don't fucking know. Oh, uh Worthy. Worthy. She's worthy, guys. Mm. Um and over the midst of the past week she's gone on basically every major network. She's been on ABC, CBS. She's probably been on Fox, NBC. Just interviewing with every fucking body, divulging information that she should have never fucking said at the beginning. But, you know, it's all to just get juice for the book. Yeah, but uh, it, it's gotten to the point, though, where it's just like... Let's go to the beginning, Carl. Let's go to the beginning. We didn't know about this book at all. We didn't know she was on a press run for this book until we woke up one morning and we saw a headline that said, Jada Pinkett Smith announces that her and Will Smith have been separated for six years since 2016. I mean, I guess that was shocking to some, but it, it, it was news to hear, but it wasn't shocking. I mean, everybody probably could have bought that, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But um, were, you, were you surprised by that? 
I can't say I was surprised. I was more shocked at the fact that this was something that they really had agreed on. Mm-hmm. But to say shock, like, no, if you look at their relationship over the years, I mean, you could tell that something was off. Yeah, when you look at their relationship, when you think of the things like August Alcina and that entire debacle going on, you go thinking when you hear they were to, like they were split this whole time, you're like, oh, all oh, this sense. makes sense. Right. Like, she was seeing that nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, not like we didn't know that before. She was just lying in entanglement. The fuck are we talking <laughs> about? That was a real thing. Um, but... Then we go to move on. There were more reports coming out, Kari. She starts bringing up Tupac Shakur. She said that Will Smith and Tupac Shakur would have been good friends. What are we talking about? What are we talking about, man? <laughs> I don't know, bro. She, um, you want to know something else she said, or you want to stay here first? No, no, no. Tell, tell all. She said uh, when she was young, she used to sell crack. Yes, with Tupac, right? <laughs> I don't know if she was with Pac, but crack. Yeah, I think she. I think I did see her sell. I mean, I think I did see her <laughs> you say. Saw, you saw her yeah, no, I ain't see her on the block. She wasn't on my block. <laughs> I think I saw her say she sold a lot of crack. Yeah, she's a goddamn fucking liar. But even if she's not. Who cares? No, nobody. Nobody. Gives like, a fuck. what are what are we doing? The one that got me though, and this was news to hear, and this is just one piece of information. We're telling everything. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith never signed a prenup, despite three hundred million dollar difference in their net worth. "Quote unquote." I'm making a promise that divorce won't be necessary. Will and Jada decided not to put down legal terms in a prenuptial or a premarital uh, document before they wed in 1997 as they never saw divorce as an option. That's why that nigga don't want a divorce. She's grabbing all that shit, Kari. I mean, it's probably mutual, though. Nigga. No, it's not. What you mean? It's more, bro, like, even though, like, yeah, she could get money, bro, like, they at the point... Their names, Jada Pinkett Smith. I get it's a business thing more than anything to me. True, but if they do have separate holdings, like completely separate holdings, Cardi, do you know how much more he's worth than her? True, but again, she's skating. If that that was the point, she if that was the case, she would have already did that. That's that's what I'm saying. You're you're not you're not incorrect. But why why she won't just go file the papers then if that's really what it is, go get that money then, Jay. That's what I'm saying. It's more to it than just She waiting on them to let him back into the academy. Bro, we gonna win him one show. more Oscar. <laughs> we clean, bro. but we writing dirty. Slime what we need, me dirty. Nah, bro. Go get the divorce. If it's just about the cash. Man, wait till that nigga August I've seen a man up and stuff. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, I believe, no, believe that, bro. You gotta believe. Now you gotta believe that. <laughs> oh, that was sick, bro. Now you gotta believe that part for sure. Um, then she'll be good. She'll be good. She'll be good for a divorce right she, after that. She'd be up three, four hundred. Yeah. Yeah. In a summer house every August. <laughs> Sick work though uh, between this family, bro. It's, but it's not something that we're not used to. The Smith family is literally insane. Do you want to put one more puzzle piece together, Corey? That makes all the sense in the world. What's up? The last part that I wanted to get into was that Jada Pinkett Smith 
was in an interview and she said that Hollywood and the inner workings of Hollywood caught wind of the separation between Will Smith and her. Once that happened, Chris Rock approached Jada Pinkett Smith and asked her on a date. Right. She declined and let her know that he was she was still married to Will Smith. And she said that he was very embarrassed from that point. Um, and he apologized. Moving forward, the slap, all this makes more sense on hey, like I'm not even with my girl, like, and you was trying to push up on her type shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. I already know she was fucking August. I don't know what the fuck happened. While y'all was fucking separated. You say y'all didn't do shit. She say y'all didn't do shit. I don't fucking know what the fuck y'all was doing. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth before I come up there and slap the motherfucking shit out you. (laughs) Okay. No, it doesn't make more sense though. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's like all tying in. I'm sorry I had to like make it like in a- A movie. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Um, um, no, nah, that was great acting. But no, nah, of course it makes sense regardless of the situation, even that, but even just the whole, um, you know, like alopecia situation that they talked about and just the fact that nigga, I told you more than once. Like even if it was just that at the show, if I told you to shut your ass up one time- Old man Jenkins. And I got to tell you again, I'm on your fucking ass. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson? So regardless, but yeah, I mean, if that's the case, if that's where it really stemmed from, of course it makes sense. I would do the same. Okay. Um, let's move on. We're still on the women. Um, Sexy Red. She shocked everybody and announced she was pregnant, Corey. Is it really a shock? Because she said she doesn't use condoms ever, no. Yeah. From pound town to ultrasound. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking good. Yeah, I saw it. On um, yeah, but we've gone from the sex tapes to the ultrasounds. <clears throat> she's announced that she's been pregnant this entire time, but every time you've seen her out, she's been sucking in her stomach. Yeah, she said she was damn near suffocating herself. I was going to say, is that even fucking healthy? Yeah, I mean, like, why not just say you're pregnant? I don't know. Um, this is um, this is, this is is a, a funny one, though, I will say, just because she's did this whole stigma like you said, of fuck these niggas, <laughs> all this other shit, you know what I'm saying? Don't need nobody, you don't need no Now nigga. you're having a baby. Now <laughs> you pregnant, you know? Um, but again, it's sexy red, bro. Like and She has a baby already. Yeah. But, uh, bro, you just think, like, it's going to slow her down some right now. That's just my thing. And the the hype, the ride that she's been on, it's like, bro, keep going, keep going, keep going. Obviously, when you pregnant nine months and then postpartum, you got to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we may see this affect Sexy Red some, um, but, I mean, shit, bro. She a woman. Like, it's, it's what, it, what it's going to be. When you said slow me down, it started reminding me of when Carisha had her baby, which just brought me to the fact that we missed that City Girls dropped an album this past weekend, Kari. Yeah. It's projected to sell 8,000 copies. Wow. First week, projected to sell 8,000 copies. Copies. Hmm. Yeah. But if we don't have any more on Sexy Red, I think it's fitting that since we talked a little bit about Carisha and the fact that she was having a baby, we can move in to the next subject. Yeah, go ahead. Talking about Southside too. That's her child's father. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now we're moving from the women to the bitches, you know? <laughs> Yo. Kari, were you able to take a look at that funny Marco interview with G Herbo and Southside? Or at least a lot of the clips from them. Not fully, but I have seen, like you said, just the clips. I've you see the clips that I sent in the group? So not all of them, but you, you, I got a gist of it. Okay. I know what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll let you really like explain everything. So of course everybody knows, or um, the vast majority of people know, how Funny Marco handles his interviews. They're kind of awkward, quiet, um... But that's that's all on purpose. He, mm-hmm. If you've seen the way Bobby Altoff or whatever her fuck her name is, the, the way she does her interviews, she got that from Funny Marco. Yeah. What do you call it? Is it like dry? Very Comedy? dry. Almost Eric Andre type of yeah. dry. Okay. Um, but he has a new show that he's recording. None of them have come out yet because he has a TV deal this time. Okay. And he had G Herbo and Southside on the show. G Herbo and South uh, G Herbo and Southside are well aware of how the show goes, and if you've seen the way Bobby and Offset's show just went, I think Southside and G Herbo thought they were doing the same thing and kind of turning the the show the joke on on Marco on him right. It was clear that Southside and Herbo had gotten entirely too drunk on set. We're guys, so. I'm a guy. I can tell like when the liquor is what's starting to take hold. Um and a lot of a lot of shit that that happened, a lot of shit that shouldn't have happened ended up happening. Somehow in the midst, Funny Marco's thirty thousand watch gets thirty thousand dollar watch gets broken. They throw it across the room. Um G Herbo takes a shot out of a cup and then throws the cup that still has like Juice in it a little bit, you know, throws it in Funny Marco's head. Um, they shushing him, telling him to shut up. They calling him a bitch on his own show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he he was a professional about it. He hung through it, you know, stuck it out, finished the interview, promoted it. I think it's still set to go up when whenever what season that is airs. But, Carl, I was cringing watching. I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I don't know. You said um, you really lost a lot of respect for Herbo and Southside after watching it, right? Completely. Not musically, of course, because right. Southside does what he does as the 808s. Um, but yeah, as, as people, man, like I lost a whole lot of respect, man. That, that shit wasn't cool. Funny Marco doesn't yeah. do shit to anybody, man. Yeah, and that's going to hurt me to really see the full thing because you know how much I like Herbo, not only as a rapper, but as an individual, as a stand-up guy, as a father. Just watch the clips that I put in the group. Like, it's just four different clips. Those mm-hmm. clips are sour shit for you. Yeah, see, I'm going to check it out. But yeah, you got me hesitant because, like I said, I respect Herbo a lot. But from what I saw, um, the little clips and just reading tweets and things like that, I, I know that it, it really is bad as far as what everybody is saying it to be. Um, whether or not they were trying to be funny, you know, go against the style of the show or go along with it in their opinion. I mean, it just gets to a certain point, bro. Like It lost class. Yeah, regardless of who you are, regardless of who your stature is, Herbo is an artist, like you said, Southside as the producer. Um, bro, Marco is a guy who's, like that's our comedy now for our for our generation. Like our new age of comedy, we don't have the stand up guys like we used to. Mm-hmm. It's all just social media comedy now. 
But Marco is one of those guys that we look to and who has respect and who we go to. So to do that to our people, you know what I'm saying? Again, I haven't seen it. Undermine and type of niggas like like, um, belittle them. Right. I haven't seen it fully, so I can't say, you know, 100%, but agreeing with what you're saying and what I've heard, bro, we just got to stop doing that. We got to stop making ourselves look bad. These platforms are created for us, for us to to succeed and then all we do is tear them down bro it's just like a never ending story at this point so again I'll, I'll have to catch it bro but I am sad to hear that I could possibly be losing some respect for GFO <laughs> no no Corey like the the real like the real human in me like yeah. cause, cause you know how I am like I'm yeah, damn near yeah. an asshole type of person yeah. now the human in me kicked in in this bitch I was like man like yeah, you saying it? I'm like, why are they treating this nigga like this, man? Yeah, you saying it? Yeah, that that <laughs> that, that speaks a lot because, like you said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're we're gonna round this out. Matter of fact, uh, <laughs> I think that pretty much does it for episode 275. Man, we'll see y'all on Thursday. You, do you have any more before we get out of here? That's it, man. Let's All right, go. man. My name is Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man. Let's get up out of here.
keep reaching out. Oh, you keep reaching. Oh, you keep reaching out. Keep reaching. Keep reaching. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Tell me everything you like. Every match with a Gemini. This time I'll be genuine. I'll let you ride on the pony. Now you got me where you want me. Yeah.